Well, praise the Lord. Wow, is that loud? I'm not a loud person. You let him go. Thank you. Well, now it's getting quiet. I got this too close to me. My father's always taught us that you're ready instance in season and out of season. I haven't figured out the season yet. <laughs> Has anybody here got it figured out? Well, I have. I believe I have the word for today. I've been prayed over several times. I've had people come and ask me. Can you pray for this? Will you pray for this? Will you do this? So I know that I'm on the right track. That light is bright. And it's blinding me. All right. Everybody have their Bible or their phone or whatever they use for the scriptures? Oh, all three of you. That's good. I'm not nervous. I don't think. If you'd allow me this morning, I'd like to preach on miracles. I'd like to I'd like to title this, if I may, anticipation. Anybody here anticipating a miracle in their life? We've had quite a few miracles here in Christian Center Church. We don't hear too much about it, and I I wish we would, because I believe it's a calling card for the lost that are out in the world. Once they begin to... I forgot my sunglasses. (laughs) Once, Once the world begins to hear what's going on in God's church, it will attract them. Once the Israelites heard what was going on with Jesus and all the miracles that took place, the crowds began to gather around him. I'm a firm believer today that there are those here today that have been suffering with migraine headaches, been suffering with uh, severe back pain, pain in in their legs, in their arms. And I believe this morning that if we are willing to allow God to work in our midst, we're going to see some tremendous miracles take place. Irregardless, even if you stand in way of proxy for somebody else, God will answer our prayers. Hello? I not only can't see you. Yeah, just keep talking. Push on. Let's do, if you would, turn with me to Mark, the fifth chapter. I want to read to you uh, verses 27 and 28. If you dare say amen. amen. When she had heard of Jesus, now we've heard this preached quite a few times in the last few months. If you um, have watched any of the ministries on the t- television, you have heard them 
preach on this subject, and there's probably no subject under heaven that has not been preached. So you're going to hear it again. And when she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. For he said, for she said, not him, for she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. Father, we come to you this morning. We ask you, Lord, that anything that is said by Gene Cogrove, that you just let it fall on the wayside, Lord, but that which is of you, God, we ask you to magnify it in our hearts and help us to have faith to continue on. Amen. Now turn with me, if you would, to Luke. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke, the sixth chapter. And the 19th verse. Are you there? And the whole multitude sought to touch him. For there went virtue out of him and healed them all. That is so interesting. To think that people were so hungry for what was happening in in the life of Jesus that they wanted to get close to him. The scripture talks about one of the disciples when he would walk down the road or walk in a building and shadow would fall on them, that they would be healed immediately. Hello? In Exodus, the 11th chapter, is the story about the children of Israel in bondage. Brother Glenn, would you come get this mic and give it to Sister Brenda? It's the story of the children of Israel in bondage. While they were in bondage, we saw several things take place. We saw Moses throw his rod down, and it turned to a snake. Did we not? And then we also saw that the uh, uh, magistrates or those that were for the king uh, threw theirs down, and they turned into a snake. It's like, well, what's, what's so important about that? What the beauty of that is, it shows you that that which God creates, man cannot imitate. The one snake that was formed out of the, out of the uh, uh, staff of Moses ate the other three snakes. Crazy? Yeah. Something you would like to see? Okay. I know somebody who was a deputy sheriff one time, and and he pulled somebody over, and um, he went to get out of his car, and there was a rattlesnake on the, on the driver's side, and he just closed his door and grabbed the mic and said, you can leave now. I'd do the same thing. We saw the, the rod into a serpent. We saw the, the, the river or the water turn into blood. We saw frogs, boils, flies, blains, 
hail, locust, darkness, and death of the firstborn. It's all in the word of God, amen? I think it is really beautiful how, how the Israelites, when it got down towards the end of all these things that were taking place, that God told Moses to tell them to go to the neighbors and borrow from them. And the word says that they had favor on them. And so they ended up leaving with silver and gold. And you know what's beautiful about that? They left with enough to build all the articles that needed to be placed in a tabernacle when it was built. God provided. So I want you to listen to this. Now, um, in, in the movie The Exodus, um, uh, who was it, Hugh Brenner? Charlton Hess, that's, who, that's it. Not Hugh Brenner, he played the other one. Um, they show when they left the, 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 the uh, uh, bondage, they show them walking on crutches. They show them with, a, with one leg missing. Uh, they show them with, and some of it looked like they had, uh, 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 the flesh had been eaten off them. They show them carrying them on stretchers. But I got a word for you. Sister Brenda, would you read Psalms 105.37? He also brought them out with silver and gold. Okay, hold a minute. He also brought them forth with what? Silver and gold. Silver and gold. You, you, you got to catch this. This is, this is going to be a moment to where you can stand and jump and shout and run around the church. Even those of you that are watching by TV, you can dance and shout. But what else? And there was none. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> there was what? None. Zero? Zero. There were none. Feeble. Feeble. Among them. Among them. Now, tell me who was carrying the stretchers out of Egypt. No one. Who was walking out with one leg. No one. Who was sick. No one. Why? Because God came on the scene. He showed up and showed off. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> I'm just waiting for you all to get excited. I was talking to somebody the other day, more than somebody. There's more than one person. And I made a statement about Easter Sunday, 1967, I believe it was. I was in Guyana, and I was asked to preach the sunrise service at Pastor Lu Singh's church. <coughs> so those that were taking care of me said, we have to be there by 
5 in the morning. Man, I don't wake up till 8, 9. Well, we made it there. And the night before, it had rained. It was a bad storm. And when I walked into the tabernacle, there was a thousand people in the tabernacle cleaning the pews off because it had rained and the, the roof leaked. I thought that was pretty cool because I'd never seen that in my life. But that particular day, I saw uh, a woman who was blind in both eyes, and I forgot how to pray. Have you ever been there? And so I stepped up to her, and I said, what is it you want from the Lord? And she said, I, I would like to see my grandchildren before I die. Again, I, I, I just didn't know what to say. I didn't know what I, I should ask the Lord for, because, you know, we are the ones that have taken the word and added to it to pray for people. We, don't, we have a tendency not to follow that which Jesus did. So we'll start, you know, oh, God Almighty. Yeah, this person needs to be healed. Or we need a miracle in here. But I said, may I touch your eyes? And she said, yes, you may. And so I reached up with my thumbs. The only thing I could think of was, so be it. And I walked away from her wondering, what was that? And all of a sudden, I heard her start shouting. And I turned and looked at her, and she was dancing all over the place. And I said, what's going on? And she took her sunglasses off, and she had the most beautiful brown eyes. And prior to prayer, her eyes were snow white because she was blind. I've seen God do quite a few miraculous things in Guyana. Also in, in Guatemala. But I've often wondered, Lord, why does not does that not happen here in the United States? Do you ever wonder that? So when I got back to my room that afternoon, I walked in the room and shut the door and threw my Bible down and my notes down and I said, God, we gotta talk. And so I sat down on the couch and I said, I want to know something. I want to know why I can preach the same message in a foreign country and see one miracle after another, but in America, I don't see anything. They don't shout. They don't dance. They don't clap their hands. What's going on? And he took me to the scripture we read, the first scripture we read, where the lady with the issue of blood and what he showed me was, if we America, as Americans have been blessed by God Almighty, we've been blessed to the point where we have insurance cards. How many, how many of you are carrying insurance cards? All right, Obamacare. And I said, Lord, what's that got to do with it? He said, they're so blessed <clears throat> that they don't need me. All they have to do is show up at the hospital and hand the card to them and everything's taken care of. 
am I not living in an era where people need a miracle in their life? They need a healing to take place. What's the church doing? (laughs) That shook me. So I opened up my wallet. And sure enough, there was an insurance card. I lived in a time growing up with my parents who were pastors. When one of us got sick, they didn't run off to the doctor. Dad would come in the room and place his hand on our forehead. And he would start praying, and by the time he was done praying, we were healed. When I came down with polio, they told my dad that he'll never walk. I know some of you have heard this a hundred times. They said he'll never walk. You'll push him in a wheelchair. You'll dress him in the morning. You'll give him a bath. You'll feed him. He will never be able to take care of himself. And my dad turned to them doctors and said, you watch. And by that evening, my father had called enough ministers that called around around the United States, and they had a, a prayer service around the clock until I walked out of that hospital. Do we need that today? Yes. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> we need God to show up and show off. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Do you really believe it? You know why people aren't getting healed today? Because they don't believe they're going to be healed even though they're walking up the aisle to get get prayed for. They've already made their mind up back at the seats before they even walk forward for the men of God to pray over them. Too busy with their minds going 90 miles an hour. God ain't going to touch me. He never did it before. Why should I go up there now? Well, I'll go up there now. And nothing happens. And so we return to our seats saying, I knew it. I knew it. Not going to happen. Do we have any believers? Oh, let me ask this again. I heard this, this this, and this. Do we have any believers here today? Woo! Yeah. We need to shake heaven. So heaven will come here. Scripture says, yet one more time, and I will shake the earth. Is that time here? Hello? I even got my hearing aids in. My mind often imagines him saying to himself, who will love me more for who I am and not what I can do? Who will love me more for who I am? Who is he? He's the great I am. He's the alpha. He's the omega. 
He's the beginning. He's the ending. He's the first. He's the last. He is that I am. Amen. First Kings, the 18th chapter. <coughs> Go ahead and turn there if you want to. This is the um, prophet taking on 450 uh, prophets of Baal. Y'all remember this one? Remember, the prophet said, (coughs) excuse me, bring me two bulls, give one to them, and I'll take one, have them cut it up, put it on the sacrifice, on the altar, and then have them pray to their God. Remember what happened? They cried out to Baal. Oh, Baal. Oh, Baal. Oh, Baal, 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 Baal. Oh, Baal. Come on, Baal. Destroy this by fire. Come on, Baal. And what the Bible says that the prophet of God began to say, well, maybe he's asleep. Maybe he's in a meeting. Maybe he's on a trip. That's the way a lot of people treat the one that I serve. The master, the great physician. Brother Glenn, would you read, starting in verse 36. Now, I need you to read this with a lot of enthusiasm. And it came to pass. And it came to pass. At the time of the the, offering of the evening sacrifice. At the time of the evening sacrifice. That Elijah the prophet. That Elijah the prophet. Came near and said. Came near and said. Lord God of Abraham. Lord God of Abraham, Isaac. And Israel. And Israel. Let it be known this day. Let it be known this day. That you are God. That you are God. In Israel. In Israel. And I am your servant. And I am your servant. And that I have done all these things. And what? I have done and all these things. And I have done all these, these things, things. In your word. In your word. Hear me, O Lord. Hear me, O Lord. Hear me. Hear me. That this people. That this people may know that you are the Lord God. That they may know that you are God. And that you have turned their hearts hearts back to you again. Back to you again. Then the fire of the Lord. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) And not one of them. And not one of them were feeble when they left bondage. Come on. And suddenly, read. Uh. 
He's laughing. <laughs> then the fire of the Lord fell. Then the, whoa, whoa, whoa. Then the fire of the Lord. And consumed the well, what happened? Sacrifice. What happened? It just the fire of the Lord? Oh, came down. And the and what? And consumed the burnt sacrifice. Hang on. And the wood. The, the sacrifice and the wood. Get ready. It's, it's, it's almost time to jump. And the stones. And the oh, stone. And the dust. Oh, boy. And the dust. And it licked up the water that was in the trench. And it licked up the water that was in the trench. You talk about having Sunday school in church. There it is right there. There's your opportunity to say, that's my God. That's who I serve. my dad talking about in church talking about starting up the whole Model A's if it wasn't for the magneto on the Model A it would have never started we had a magneto up at our camp uh, I think it was like this big around and it was all rusty and dad said you know that'll still get you he polished it a little bit and he said, watch what happens when you spin it. You spin it. And he said, touch that wire. <laughs> yeah, all right, Dad. <laughs> Guess again. And he would grab it and nothing would happen. We would grab it and we'd do hallelujah. <clears throat> Never happened to my sister Let them know this day that you are turning them heart, their hearts. Let Christian Center Church know this day that you are turning their hearts back to you and know that you are their God. Woo! See, I can see you dancing, Leah. I'm talking about my wife. Wow. When you come to the realization of who he is, your life will change. Get them together, Lord. Let them know. Let them know that their hearts, what they're feeling in their hearts, is you. (laughs) 
turning their hearts back. We're spiritual Israel, are we not? Do we act like natural Israel? This is yes. This is no. This is I don't know you. Yeah, we do. Everything that was written in the Word of God was written for examples unto us to follow. And if we would read the Bible or the book of of God like we say we do, I got news for you. You would know where to not go and what not to say. But you would learn what to say and where to go. And you would know that when the sick call you, all you have to do is use the name of Jesus. And the Bible says they shall be healed. Oh, come on. All right, I have to admit, I, I am a, one of those crazy people too. Corey is not the only one. There was a day that I'd run down off this platform and run back and forth across the front of the the church. I want to, I want to, like like the Apostle Paul said, I don't stand before you with enticing words of man's wisdom, but I stand before you with the power and the demonstration of the Holy Ghost through Jesus Christ. Oh, man. It's not just a one-day occurrence. It's not something that takes place only on Sundays. Or on Wednesday night. It's every day. Let's go back to the text. In Mark 5. The lady with the issue of blood. I want you to, I want you to picture this. How long have I preached now? Two hours. Here's the lady with the issue of blood. There's one, there's one passage of scripture that talks about the lady who had an illness for what. 18 years or 7, 12, 12 years. And the Bible says she was all bent over. Jesus, have mercy on me. Do you all know what Jesus said to her? Woman, thou art loose. Hello? That's what he said. Woman, thou art loosed from thy infirmities. Infirmities. The Bible said she was made whole. Here we are in the fifth chapter of Mark. 
I want you to see her, this woman with the issue of blood. She couldn't hang around with her family. She couldn't go home. She had to stay outside of the city. She was an outcast, and nobody wanted to be around her, not even her own family. Now, when the scripture talks about they were thronged about him, they're not, they're not talking about hurting him. They're talking about there were so many people. The crowd was so heavy that you couldn't push through the crowd. So this morning, you've got to look low. You've got to look down. That's where she lives. Low to the ground. Low on the priority list. And low on the social scale. That's how low she is. Any woman who has experienced something like this, and God has delivered them, they know, they know. I said they know beyond a shadow of a doubt who touched them. Can you see her? Gnarled, thin, diseased, dirt blackens the nails and stains the skin. You've got to look carefully amid the knees and the feet of the crowd. You've got to understand she didn't have the strength to push people out of the way to get to Jesus. Have you ever been there? <laughs> I've got to touch him if I can just Get a hold of his hem of his garment. I know that I'll be made whole. Help me get to the hem of his garment. You got to look carefully amid the knees and the feet of the crowd. Here she is squirming to Jesus. He walks, but she crawls. People bump her, but she doesn't stop. Others complain. She doesn't care. The woman is desperate. Anybody desperate here this morning? Oh, come on. Is anybody here desperate? You've got to have prayers answered. You got to have a miracle take place in your life. How about your home? How about your children? Others, she don't complain. She don't care at all. The woman is desperate. Blood won't stay in her body. There was a woman in the crowd who had had an hemorrhage for twelve years. Twelve years of clinics. Treatment after treatment, and nothing, nothing at all helped. She tried herbs, and the Bible says that she spent everything she had to pay them. 
But all that happened to her was she got worse, not better. No health. No money. The world's coming to this today. There'll be a day if the government goes the way it's going where you will have no money. She had suffered a great deal from many, uh, for many years through the. <laughs> what do we call doctors that that don't treat right? We call them quacks, don't we? My notes say, "Do you smell the quackery in those words?" <laughs> doctors who took not the disease but advantage of her. This is today. She had spent everything she had to pay them, but she had gotten no better. No health, no money, no family to help, unclean according to the law of Moses. The law protected women from aggressive and sensitive men during those times of the month. In this woman's case, Severe application of the law left her alone. Not untouched, but untouchable. Ceremonially unclean. The hand you see in the crowd, the one reaching for the robe, No one will touch her. Can you see the crowd scurry away from her as they see her crawling on the ground? You know, at one time that wasn't the case for her. Surely a husband once took it, took her in marriage. The hand looked different in those days, clean, soft, perfumed, a husband once loved. This hand. A family once relied on this hand to cook, to show, to sew, to wipe tears from the cheeks, tuck the blankets under the chins, are the hands of a mother who still, only if they are not diseased. This morning as we stand, man, you got to watch me because I don't know. Tammy, would you come to the... Do you know the song, Just Now You're Doubting Give O'er? Just now, throw open the door. You don't know that one. That's right. Just play what you want. I know it'll fit. She had heard about Jesus. Every society has a grapevine. 
even the society of the sick. Even the church has a grapevine. Word among the lepers and the left out is this. Jesus can heal. And Jesus is coming. I said, Jesus is coming. I said, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Come on, church. Jesus is coming. By invitation of the synagogue ruler, Jesus is coming to Capernaum. Now, by the prayers <laughs> that's been taking place on Monday nights at Christian Center Church, hear me. Hear me loud and clear. Jesus is coming. He said, whatever I ask in my name, if you believe it in your heart, I will do it. He said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there will I be in the midst of them. How many this morning came to this assembly today in the name of Jesus? Oh, come on. Come on, let's give a shout to the Lord. Lift his name up. So I'm going to give you a call right now. If you need to stand in somebody's place, come now. You need to stand by way of proxy for somebody. You come up here now. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Those of you that are prayer warriors, you start praying for these people. Come on, start praying for these people. Don't be afraid to ask them what they need. Sister Deanne, would you come pray for these girls? These two. 
Oh, I'm not done with this yet. I got a nephew that's 40-some years old who's got the mind of a five-year-old, and he wants to preach the gospel. Is it possible? I said, is it possible? to find the ruler and a woman in the same story. He's powerful. She's pitiful. He in demand. She is insignificant. He is high. She is low. But his daughter's dying so they find themselves at the same path in the village in the same page of the Bible. A crowd has gathered. She thinks if I can just touch his clothes, I'll be made whole. At the right time, she crab scurries through the crowd, knees bumping her ribs. Someone shouts, move out of the way. She doesn't care and doesn't stop. Jesus' robe His robe is in sight. Can you see it this morning? Reach out for that robe. Scripture tells us that he feels power leave his body. So he turns around in the crowd and says, who touched me? Come on, who's going to touch Jesus? Cancer, you're not of God. Cancer, you're evil. You're not of God. God did not create you to destroy his body. In the name of Jesus, the one who shed his blood for each one of us, in the name of Jesus, you leave that family now oh hallelujah tumor listen to me tumors you have no business in God's children so guess what tumors you're not of God either 
I curse whatever you're trying to do to God's children. I command you by the authority of Jesus Christ that you leave that body, those bodies, you leave it now and don't ever come back. with the issue of blood is miraculously healed. Some of you will walk away from here wondering what happened. How would you call out for Jesus if you had something that was pending that was important that needed to be taken care of now if you had a loved one that was suffering with cancer and dying or let me just bring it home what if you had a family member laying in the hospital with this COVID-19 stuff How would you get a hold of God? Jesus. 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 Maybe you got an unsaved loved one. Maybe your family has turned their back on him. This is the day. I said, this is the day. This is the day. Now, Father, as we come to you at the close of this service, we thank you now for that which you're doing. We expect to hear testimonies of miracles taking place. For you alone are God. There is no other God before you. None can stand in your place, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray, and everybody says, Amen. God bless you. Bless your comings and your goings. Bless your home, your finances. In Jesus' name, you're dismissed.